listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for your advice from your medical provider. Hello and welcome back to the Healthy Families Rule podcast with health coach Heather. I am your health coach and I am here to give you part three of our three-part series in how to win the battle with your picky eater. Now, we've covered some pretty good stuff in the past two episodes. We've focused on educating your kids, doing some meal prep and some home-cooked food, and also, you know, not stopping by those fast food restaurants as often and creating snack boards and healthy lunches. I've given you all the resources you need in the show notes, and so I want you to be able to go over and get the resources you need in order to implement everything that I'm teaching you in this three-part series because this is really good stuff. And I know you're going to see some success with it as time goes on and you've practiced this in your own home. So are you ready for tip number four and tip number five to finish out the series? I hope so because it's coming at you. It's coming at you hard right now. So here we go. Let's get on with the show. Tip number four, and this is a really good one, it's to create themed nights. That's right. When you actually have one of those chalkboard menus up in your house, which I know the majority of you have that chalkboard or some kind of thing that says menu and you're just not using it, but what if we just pull that out and we're using it every single week and we get in the habit of planning the meals and if we take it a step further we're going to create some fun themed nights for the kids they will be excited to eat real whole foods if you implement this so let me give you an idea of what a themed night might look like monday might be a comfort food night. And there's so many recipes that you can turn into healthy recipes in the comfort food section of a cookbook. You just have to know how to replace certain ingredients and how to make it so it's delicious still and it's good for you. I can give you lots of ideas with that, but so can Pinterest. So make sure you can type in healthy comfort food ideas and you'll see a lot of stuff pop up in Pinterest in that category. Now, Tuesday night might be Italian, Wednesday, fish and meatless, Thursday, Mexican night, Friday, pizza night, Saturday night is a grill night, and Sunday would be traditions, like a pot roast. So these are not my ideas. I have the best cookbook in the world called The Food Nanny Rescues Dinner. Please pick up this book. You will totally thank me for getting this book for your family. This is not like any other cookbook that you own. This creates the theme nights and it's easy to look through and swap out ingredients that, you know, aren't as healthy 
for once that are, because you're going to learn how to do that. But this is a great cookbook to get you into the theme nights and get your kids excited. When your kids see the chalkboard and it says pizza night, well, you're making these homemade pizzas, which all the recipes are in there to do that. And it's exciting and fun. You can throw on a movie and it has something for your kids to look forward to. So if Tuesday's Italian and they love spaghetti and meatball night, perfect. This is a great way to throw in some Italian dishes and get a variety of different kinds of foods going. So we love Mexican night at our house. And when your kids see it's tacos or taco salad, they're going to love it because it's more like a bar for them to pick and choose from. And um, when they can pick and choose the ingredients they want on their taco or taco soup or taco salad or whatever you've got going that's in the Mexican night theme, it really gets them you know, excited to eat those kinds of food because they're building up the palate for eating whole and healthy foods. And so when you can put a theme to it, it just makes it more fun. So I'm going to link in the show notes, the Food Nanny Rescues Dinner Cookbook, and you can just go grab that from Amazon because it is quite spectacular. Thank you, Liz Edmonds, for creating this cookbook and she has a couple of them I don't have her second one I have the first one and I got it spiral bound which is helpful to do so be sure to do that if you pick up this book and it's amazing okay that's all I'm going to say about it the other thing I would do is I would go I'm going to post a link also in the show notes for real plans this is a meal planner you guys and this is fabulous so if you have anyone in your family who's got some food allergies or a sensitivity or maybe you want to try a certain kind of diet like the keto diet or the paleo diet or perhaps a gaps diet a gaps protocol diet then you can just type that into real plans and they only bring up the meals that are you know friendly for your tummy you know for you and your kids to eat so I want you to go check out real plans they schedule all of the meals for you each week they create the shopping list for you and to make it even better and juicier they have a little button right next to it that's called instacart and i'm sure you've heard of this already and if not if you're a busy mom you definitely need to to try instacart but you can just click that button and your shopping list goes right into instacart from your store and those groceries get delivered to you right away what? Can you believe that? You can actually have the meal scheduler, the grocery list, click a button, goes to Instacart, goes to your house, and you didn't even leave your house to do that and spend all that time shopping. Now, some of you like to go out and shop. I like to go out and shop sometimes myself too, but this is a way if you're busy to get the groceries delivered to your house. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. Go give it a try, but creating theme nights is my tip for and to go along with that we've got to get the kids in the kitchen you need to assign them a night to prepare the meal so if they love pizza night and maybe you have a couple kids who like pizza night you can kind of rotate them through those nights get them in the kitchen because here's what kids can do they can chop veggies peel veggies crack eggs stir and mix They could put cut up veggies in a pan or pot and they can definitely set the table and clear the table and wipe the table and help with the dishes. They can flip food with a spatula and they can also use tongs to plate food. 
So look at all the things kids can do in the kitchen and we aren't using our kids or teaching them how to do these things because as parents, we want to get it done fast. But I think when we really take the time to teach them to get in the kitchen, learn how to prepare these foods for themselves, they become more independent. And as their hands are touching these foods and feeling these foods and smelling these foods, they're going to eat them more because they helped make the food. Kids will need help with understanding how to use a knife. So you will need to be there for them um, with that part. And I would also keep the knives nice and sharp. I know that sounds scary, but a dull knife is actually more dangerous than a sharp knife. And it makes cooking more fun when you have a good sharp knife. So get a good chef's knife that's in, in a sharpener and keep it sharp. They'll need help using an oven and stove. So stand by because you're going to need to be there for that anything hot just know you got to be there for your kids all right so we're going to get them in the kitchen we're going to create those theme nights and that's a really great tip for you so let me ask you this does threatening or bribing your child work i actually believe that yes it does yes and no Okay, we don't want to develop some unhealthy eating habits and them hating the foods because we they might feel like they're being forced a little bit. But I do use some bribing because here's why. It's like I said in the last episode, kids need to taste something 20 times before they accept and like it. I can't always get them to taste it a second time if they hated it the first time. So I have to use some sort of bribing to do this. Now, if you end up you know getting this whole webinar series with all of my slides which i mentioned in the last episode you can link to that through the snack boards pdf download um this is really good because it's going to show you exactly how i run my household and what kind of my chart looks like for going for the win-win situation now i have this chart that i printed out for each of my kids and it's got these pictures on it as far as what kind of things I want them to do. So one picture is a picture of a plate with a fork and a spoon and it has the number five above it. That is meant to be five extra minutes of electronic time or five minutes of electronic time if you've eaten all your lunch for the day. Then there's a bed, picture of a bed with the, with the five above it. And that stands for, is your bedroom clean? Is your bed made? That's five minutes of electronic time. Or maybe this is a movie time, or maybe this is time with friends. We have to find out what our kids' currency is, and we gotta work with that. I have another picture of a child with a vacuum cleaner, and they're doing some chores. So if my kids, they've been assigned zones that they're to clean up in the house, if that's done, they get the five minutes for that. I have um, another one for, you know, not fighting. The kids getting along. They get five minutes for that. One if they ask me if there's anything else they can help me with, you know, and then they get five minutes for that. One if they've taken their vitamin and drank their green smoothie for the day. Five minutes for that. If they've done an extra chore, if they were respectful and kind. And this is how I bribe my kids to eat their foods and actually show respect and obedience towards uh, my husband and I because I don't know about you but your kids go to school mine go to school and they do pick up these bad habits that I don't like if they come home and they've got this language thing going on that I did not teach them and they start saying things and they're mean to each other so if I can pull out the chart before they sit down on that couch to watch a show or play a video game and I say nope can't do that until 
all your chores are done and, and all your things are checked off. And this is how much time you'll get if you do these things. Then that really is going for the win-win situation. And the kids are excited about it. it. It works out for me. So I actually really love this system. So if you go and grab my my webinar that has these slides, you'll see exactly how I've done this. And then you can, you know, make, create something similar, print it out, put it up in your house. All right, let me take you to tip number five, because this is really important here. Don't make special or separate meals of kid food. You're going to be tempted to do this because you'll you'll prepare this healthy meal for your family. Your child's not going to eat it. And they're going to say, chicken nuggets, grilled cheese, make me a quesadilla. And you're going to give in because you're going to feel sad because you want them to eat. This is where we do have to kind of, you know, tighten the belt here a little bit and be a little bit of a stickler to this rule of not making the separate meal of kids' food. This is where their their survival skill has to kick in a little bit. And if not, they're gonna go to bed hungry, but I promise in the morning when you have the healthy food there and don't be super strict about totally everything that they hate. You know, maybe the next day you have the green smoothie, but you also have a string cheese, you know they'll eat that. So you do put something out that's healthy that you know they will eat. All right, so that's how I kind of navigate that. I don't make separate meals of kid food. Everybody at my table eats the same food. They do have to take some no thank you bites, one or two of them, just to try it out. And they're not allowed to talk bad about the food in front of their siblings. Because I don't know about you, but if one of them says, this is gross, now all of a sudden the other one thinks it's gross too. So they really aren't allowed to talk bad about the food out loud. If they don't like it, they just have to, you know, they can tell me later on and we'll figure something else out. But we're trying to get the kid to try things certain ways, you remember, 20 times before they actually like it. So don't become the diner where you're just giving everybody what they want. That's that's too much work for you, too much cleanup, too much time in the kitchen. No, okay, we're not gonna do that. That's where you need to learn to just make the meal, everybody eats the meal, everybody sees each other enjoying the meal, and you know, the brain clicks onto that with those little kiddos, and they're like, everyone else is enjoying it, there must be something about it, maybe I should keep trying it, you know, maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't, but that's what we're going for. And then of course you can try the bribing, because I'm not above that either. And then, you know, last but not least, just, just breathe, okay? Just, once you've tried these tips, and if they're not working for you, I don't want you to feel guilty, mom. That's not what this is about. I just want you to breathe and go, I've done everything I can. And now it's up to your child. This is where, this is the fun part, really, because you've taught them and you don't need to be the helicopter parent and monitor everything they're doing and get mad at them if they're not doing it. But you've taught them and then they get to choose for themselves. And then there's consequences that come with those actions. And sometimes the consequences, they go hungry. And sometimes the consequences, it's a good consequence. You know, they get their extra time with their friends or extra time watching a movie or a show or something like that. But there's good consequences and there's bad consequences. And you don't have to get upset over any of this. You just breathe and just know that you're doing the best that you can. That's the best you can. You're doing these tips and there's nothing more you really need to do. You just need to follow through, stay consistent, and eventually this stuff will work for you if it hasn't already. All right, so let's just recap here. 
Tip number one was to educate your family. Pull out that anatomy book, teach them about the body, how food works in the body. Tip number two was to get rid of the junk food. We're gonna start stocking our cabinets and learning how to prepare lunches and snack boards. Tip number three was to stop eating out. Start cooking at home, meal prepping, making it convenient for you. Tip number four is to make mealtime fun. So we have the theme nights with the foods and we get the kids in the kitchen. Tip number five, don't make separate or special meals of kid food. Okay, this is important. So keep these five tips in mind. If you've written them down, great. And I, I get the pleasure often of coaching awesome p- women who do struggle with these issues in their own home. And that's the beauty of one-on-one co- coaching because we can figure out what works in each person's home. And sometimes it's just changing the parent, the parent's eating habits, and they, they create this example for the child to follow, which is a beautiful thing. And sometimes it's not that. Other times it's just, it's helping the child to figure this out for themselves. And so that's the beauty of some one-on-one coaching. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, you'll go to healthcoachheather.com and go check it out. I would like to tell you of a couple things that I do have to help you out a little bit more if you want to invest a little bit. I have a five-day Whole Foods seasonal reset for the whole family and for beginners. It's kind of like a detox, but it's a reset. And it's got recipes, lots of them, probably over 25 to 30 per seasonal reset. I've got four seasonal resets, one for each season, the winter, the summer, the spring, and the fall. So whatever season you're in, you'll go and purchase that reset, that five-day whole foods reset, and then you'll have that plan. You'll, You'll print all that information out, put it in a binder with some page protectors, and you'll have this five-day eating plan for your family. And these are delicious recipes. These are not yucky, okay? These are good. Sometimes kids don't like them right away, but this these are delicious, awesome recipes. So give, give that a try if you're not sure what foods to eat, what to eliminate, what not. It is like an elimination diet. So you can see what's working for your body and how to get it to where you want. Right. Some people want to maintain weight. Some people want to lose weight. This is the specific plan to get you to do either. Okay. So there's the Whole Foods Seasonal Reset. I also have, besides the one-on-one coaching, I have a women's program. So if you're a woman who is right now struggling with anxiety, depression, weight gain, overwhelm, stress, I want to help you. And so this is an eight-week coaching program that I have designed just for you called Strong Healthy Women. I do have the doors open at certain times, and then I close them to the program, and then I open them back up at certain times, and then I close it down again. So you have to just check it out, see if it's open, and if it is, jump in and join that eight-week coaching program. It's amazing when you get to work on your mental health and your physical health. And I teach you exactly how to lose weight the healthy way, the good way, and to keep it off because we work on a lot of the mental issues as well. So you can go check that out at healthcoachheather.com. You'll see a program for strong, healthy women or some coaching. And let's get you all fixed up here because when you're healthy, mom, it's easier for you to implement these things and not be overwhelmed and stressed about it. It's easier for you because you've taken care of yourself. And that's what we got to do. Let's get you to that point.
All right, thank you so much, you guys, for joining me on this three-part series of how to win the battle with your picky eater. I hope you picked up some good tips here. And come back, come back next week because we'll have a completely different topic. You're gonna love the content that I put out. I just wish you guys the best and hoping the best for your families. Here's to a healthy 2020. Bye-bye now. content I'm sharing on this podcast, would you please go over to iTunes and give it a review, subscribe to the show so you never miss a single episode, and share it with your friends. This is Health Coach Heather, helping you create strong, healthy, resilient children.